And welcome to another episode of the Goddamn Chillcast. This is your boy, Kevin Stewart. Uh, this is episode 2.5, fifth one of the second season, if you couldn't figure that out. And what we've got for you tonight is absolutely no talk about the bullshit trade that went down today. Uh, we're going to focus on everything but, um, and we've all decided to focus on that in another episode once we cool down a bit. Um, so, uh, with me tonight, we have got my co-host, the co-founder of the Chillcast, the big dick boy himself, Matty D. Matt, what's up? What's going on, everyone? Get out there and vote. <laughs> All right, yeah. How soon are the midterm elections? Gab? <laughs> um, didn't get an answer. That's surprising. And also with me tonight... We've got a, a good friend of the chill cast. He's been on maybe once before, but he's been <laughs> dying to get on again. JJ Perna. JJ, hey, what's, what's up? up? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> uh, Completely yeah, it sober. It sounds like, too. yeah, we're all fucked up, but like, actually, that's not the case. I think we're just a little giddy to talk about yeah. baseball. Matt threw me for a loop on that one. <laughs> definitely get on vote. I agree. Uh, yep. Rock the boat. And now, Fran, are you there? I am. All right. We got our boy, the young, the eldest of the Divinis, if you can uh, believe it. So, so wrinkly. Uh, named after his <laughs> his father, we've got <laughs> Fran <laughs> Divini. I took in a leave because my arm hurts. Yo, hold on. What? Why didn't I get the named after your father? Oh, yeah, my bad. Uh, you don't yeah. go by John that often. I, I forgot. Uh, oh, yeah. And Fran, I want to ask you real quick, how many coffees did you have today? Holy smokes, let's see. Um, three. Just three. That's okay. It's not terrible. Was one a cold brew? You got to reel it in, Fran. You better believe it. Oh, my God. That, that's like, it's actually like three coffees usually in a cold brew. Is that correct? My excuse to drink it is that it's less acidic. Um, mm. uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think that's true, but yeah, it's also like... Is it actually three coffees if they just like fill up half a <laughs> cup and then use water? Like, yeah, I think that's still it would still? still be more than a nice coffee. Interesting. So watch yourself. But, big, the big big coffee corporations found a way to get us less coffee but yeah. pay more for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm convinced. Um, all right. You ever go to oh, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch them make your iced coffee at Starbucks and they fill up? They put like. I don't know, six drops, and then he takes like a shovel of ice and then just tosses it right into the cup and then it goes to the top and you're like, uh... Yeah, uh. and you like pour some liquid out. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I gotta make this ice fit. The grossest <laughs> thing at Starbucks is how they squirt syrup in all these drinks. Yeah, I don't... It's yeah. I, I actually saw... This is going down the rails. I, you shouldn't have me on. I saw a news report today and they're like, uh, Starbucks for the first time in eight years is updating their macchiato line and they are introducing... Oh, I, a, I, I swear to God, this was this is their exact quote. She goes, they will be offering an ultimate caramel and a triple mocha. I'm like, wow. like how much more like, do you need? That's a lot. I usually go with the cold brew um milk with one pump, and I tell them use one pump as my name because that's what Gab calls me. No, just kidding. Um, moving on. What are we covering today? We're covering uh, surprisings in the early April standings, but I guess it's May, so early May. Um, yes. And yeah, in particular, I would like to call out that Alec is ranked 
<clears throat> fourth. Hmm. But, you know, I, I had him ranked third in my power rankings, and he almost uh-huh. drove to Brooklyn and killed me. So I <laughs> just want to point that out. Um, besides that, I, I can see him moving up the rankings pretty quickly. I'm going to call out... My call out was Carl. He's sitting at mm-hmm. eighth, eighth place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in the points four... Not bad. It's he's, not he, bad. He's an eighth. So I guess I had him ranked bottom of the barrel, and he's been impressing me so far. Dylan Bundy's kind of been off the chain, even though he's on a <laughs> shitty Orioles team. Um, and to follow, follow up my Carl pump, if you will, trying to get him excited and want him to make a trade with me. He's got Ozzy Albies, who's been through the roof in terms of power. And I, it's just very surprising to me. He's 5'8", listed at 155 pounds. Where's he getting this power from? Anyone know? Is he on the juice? Oh, man. It's that, it's that weak, racist air in Atlanta. The balls fly out of the stadium. I guess so. Air seems to be thinner than Colorado at the moment. He's slugging 628, nine home runs. Um, I'm really interested to see if he keeps it up. He's leading off for the Braves' buddies, so I definitely don't want to see him drop off because that's pretty much the only thing that keeps me happy these days. I think this Uh, is the the first Braves team, at least in my old life uh, existence, that was actually fun. Even, like, when we were young, like, those dominant Braves, like, pitching staff with, like, Fred McGriff and like um, who? Dale Murphy. Yeah, exactly. Like they were yeah, boring as hell. And like, like Tushera, I hated yeah, Tushera. Everyone hated them. And then, um, and then they got really shitty. But like, I don't know, man. Alcuna and uh, Albies are like so dynamic. And then you got the next <laughs> Joey. Who? Joey Votto? Yeah, no, no, not Joey Votto, man. Freddie, Freddie Frosh, the new Joey Votto. All right. The, that's fair. I think he's the next Joey. With more power. More Ooh. power, uh, fewer walks. So that's the trade-off. You know I love my plate discipline. Yeah. Um, so that's my pick for a breakout team and a breakout hitter who I didn't see coming at the start of the year. Had Carl ranked last, even behind my shit-ass team. So Carl, keep it up. Um, Matt, who's your pick? You've been silent for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, still angry at some things that transpired. But, um, yeah, just go back to Albies real quick. just want to touch base on um, a few stats and want to really call out um, what I think is a sell-high candidate. Um, I know the Braves are going to be good, but Albies is batting well above his career slash line. Uh, so far in 2018, he's slugging over 620. And as of uh, – you know, since 2014 into 2017, he's never reached above her, uh, uh, four five two. Um, so the fact that he's sucking above a six two is really uh, not sustainable, in my opinion, since he's never done that for any stretch, really. Mm. At the same time, his um, on base percentage is actually a bit lower than what he historically has. So I think, if anything, his uh, contact and his walk rate is going to start to go up, but I think the power is going to go down. But now, already he's on pace for 52 homers. Don't see that happening, but I could probably see him finishing around the 30 home run mark, given where he's at already. Yeesh. Speaking of off to a hot start in the home run department, I think our, the boy Mookie Betts is on pace for like 60. Oh, 
What, what do you see him finishing as being a biased owner? Mookie Betts? Yeah, Mookie Betts. So the, the thing I'm trying to figure out is who's going to hit more, Mookie or A.J. Pollock? Oh, God. Um, so Mookie, Mookie <laughs> Betts, career-high home runs, 2016. Uh, he hit 31 home runs, slugging a 530. This year he's slugging a 717. So you know that's coming down. His career slugging percentage is just under 500. So, yeah, the boy's off to a hot start. Um, I, I can see the average sticking around above the, the 300 mark sometime or somewhere around 320, 330. But homers going to come oh, down. I would God imagine damn. he'll finish around 35 home runs. Um, but, you know, being a 5'9 bull, 175 pounds, he, he can really slang it out there. Yeah, I don't understand how these guys are generating this power. And Stanton has, like, what, six home runs? So I'm just very confused at this whole season. Uh, just glad I have Acuna, pretty much. So so as of uh, looking at the data today, um, there's a couple batters that have 10 home runs. Um, I believe that's the, the lead. Um, one of those batters is obviously Didi Gregorius, which we'll talk about a little later. Um, the other one is A.J. Pollock, though. Um, however, we did see Mookie Betts hit three du- double dongs, triple dongs today. Um, so now he's actually in the lead with 11. Um, but I think the race between the top outfielders is still going to come down to Harper, Betts, and Trout. Ooh, I'm going to put a big old red flag in that Bryce Harper. I feel like what he is doing right now is completely unsustainable, although it's very sexy. Well, no one's pitching to him. Yeah, exactly. So the guy who's won MVP before is probably on sustainable on that yeah all i'm saying is are you, are you just chirping the boy jage or you got anything to back that up no i just what's he, like... he's hitting 250 he's slugging yeah. 554 what what's he got you pissed off about i know i'm not pissed off at bryce harper at all i feel like he's great i'm jealous he's not on my team okay. i just don't think what he's doing is sustainable especially uh given his health injury uh past injury problems that's all i'm saying that's all i'm okay. saying I'm not trying to mush. I'm not mushing over here, I promise. Wow. It's the, it's the reverse mush. You and Jay uh-huh. made a deal prior to this. Got <laughs> Speaking of sustainability, do you guys, A, think Alec will live past this season? And number two, um, what do you think about the young bull, Sean Manea? Uh, he's number four right now in the starting pitching category with 159 and a half points. Um, he's just behind the Klubat, Scherzer, and Verlander at the top of the totem pole. <clears throat> Jay, do you know this guy? Yeah, I know him. Um, I think he's the guy that Stein will probably have a <laughs> three first-round pick price tag on right? Um, and eventually package him up with, like, Carlos Martinez to Dwayne for, I don't know, two first rounds. That's, that's so eerily uh, accurate. It's destined to happen. Yeah. So so this, this guy's pretty interesting. Um, 2018 so far, obviously, he has got a, a 1.0 three ERA. It's, it's the best ERA for a starting pitcher in the top 20 for points scored so far. His whip is a point six. Um, he's only 26 years old. It, obviously, he's got one of those no-hitters already, but looking at his career stats also, he's kind of hovering around the three-ish ERA range. Um, also, his whip is usually around 1.2, so I think he's off to a really hot start. A lot of people probably don't know him, even though he did have some time last year, about 29 games. Um, and also 2016, but I think that's a big sell-high candidate. Unless Stein sells him by June, I think his value is going to go down after June. 
Yeah, and the one ERA is obviously not sustainable. He's on the athletics. <clears throat> Don't expect a lot of wins out of them, even though Matt Chapman is nice. Um, his FIP is sitting right around 321. So mm. there's negative regression coming. Stein's mm-hmm. sell, sell high window is rapidly shrinking. Dwindling. Yeah. And so, Stein, Stein is not going to trade him up, though. So. so one last thing. If you look at the top five pitchers, which are um, Verlander, Scherzer, Kluber, Manea, and my bull, Corbin, um, <laughs> Manea is the only one with um, fewer than 47 strikeouts. Uh, Kluber's got the, the next fewest at 47. Manea is only at 37 when you compare them to Verlander and Scherzer, which are in the mid-60s. So I think he's getting a lot of help and a lot of luck. I'd be curious what his BABIP is and also what it's been at historically, but um, I don't think it's going to be sustainable at all. Gotcha. Jade, you got, you got a team for me that's impressed you so far, or the reverse? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if this is sort of Matt was implying, but I actually think it is Stein. Like, I, oh, I'm yeah. looking at Stein's team and I don't know if he has to sell any of these guys. Like, no. like going in next year with zero first-round picks, like Gary Sanchez, good keeper. And I don't think he'll get what he thinks he's worth. And I, I actually don't think his price is that bad for a guy like Sanchez. Um, he wants a first-plus, like, based on what guys have been going for for three-plus years at Sanchez. I don't think that's horrible, even though I hate the position value. But Carlos... Carlos Martinez has been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, Manea, like Matt said, I mean, he's a decent sell-high guy. Like, if he can recoup that pick for someone who wants to buy, um, I mean, that's definitely a strategy. But, um, I mean, he's 4-4, four and four and his points aren't that bad. Like, I, I really expected him to just be awful. Um, he, maybe that's, maybe yeah. that's a me problem. Um but I was sort of a horrible segue here. I, I mean, I was looking at DD's stats. Um, one of the craziest things is that his walk rate is like, like maybe three X where it's ever been when he's consistently played. Um, he's walking at over fourteen percent. Last year, he walked at four point four percent. I mean, I, Kev would know better than I. Maybe that's a small sample size thing. But it, is there a chance he is just seeing the ball better? Like. Like his ISO is 400, which I, I guess is meaningless if you're not looking at it compared to all his past years. But last year, for instance, it was 191. So is there a chance he's just seeing the ball better? He's literally just has better plate vision, and that's bringing on more power and more walks. So K percentage and walk percentage, that plate discipline stabilizes after 60 plate attempts. So it's actually pretty reasonable sample size. But the 400 ISO... I mean that can't stick, but he's not that top, high, top of the food chain shortstop from what we've seen. Like he could go toe to toe with Correa, um, or obviously he's performed better than him so far. So I think it's legit. I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah it's wild. It's wild how this. I mean, it seems like it always happens with the Yankees, but like, like Aaron Judge was like laughably bad before last year. Like the guy could not do anything but strike out and then all of a sudden he makes some massive shift and it seems like we might have another massive shift in terms of some performance from another Yankee so maybe they got some good coaches yeah you know it's interesting looking at DD going back to 2014 his batting average has improved each and every year 
Um, he's gone in 2014 through 2017. He was at 226, 265, 276, 287, and now he's running at 333 to start the 2018 season. Yeah. And how old is he? He is 28 uh, years old. 63205. Do you know who the Yankees traded uh, to the Diamondbacks in order to get Didi? Ooh. Give you a hint. It's a starting pitcher currently in their rotation. Corbin. Ooh, close. It's Robbie Ray. Ooh. It's pretty recent. He got hurt, trade. right? I think did Ray get hurt? Yeah, he uh Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah. Stringed up bleak, I believe. I offered a pretty decent pick for him, but I never heard <laughs> back. Yeah, same. Anyway. Um, uh, Fran. Yeah, Fran. Yeah. Uh, so, surprise team so far has to be, I think, I, you know, Stein for where he started, you know, picking. Uh, what was his first pick? Like the sixth round? Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty incredible. He, where, was, he was blacked out by the seventh. He's <laughs> able to amass a pretty respectable, like you look at his lineup and, you know, it's not bad. I think anyone, you know, you're not going to look at a Stein's team and think it's like an easy win. Um, DJ's team, I think out of nowhere also, I think he lost like a a huge majority of his keepers um, last year. And he's had some pretty stellar pitching so far. He was able to pick up Jake Junis, on the Royals, who's just been completely lights out. It'll be interesting to see once his tape sort of makes its way around the league, how sustainable that's going to be. But uh, Porcello, I know JJ on the pod right now is probably running laps about how good Porch is. Mr. Porch. He's been incredible. He has a whip of 0.84 and a very respectable ERA hovering right around 2.23. I mean, obviously he's, the Red Sox started off so dominating and, um, you know, such a powerful offense. But, I mean, the guy still pitches in the AL East, still pitching um, very well. It'd be very interesting to think of, like, Porcello as a keeper. Is that crazy to think about? But, like, maybe, especially on the current Dwayne team. Yeah, for sure. As it currently stands. Uh, one guy I also wanted to mention that's been surprising, who was all over the board on draft day, is uh, our boy Otani, who I feel like after the first week, everyone stopped talking about Shohei. Mm. Well, where'd Shohei go? Where'd he go? And I think like it's tricky because you expect him to be a pitcher and this like mashing slugger, and it really puts Sean, I think, in a, in a big-time bind. He should probably trade him to me, I think, very cheaply. But I mean, like, if you if you monitor Sean's team, like Otani is constantly on his bench. And it's because he's not technically a hitter and he's not technically a pitcher. I think he's DHing tonight, which is always fun. But um, you know, like watching him bat to me personally is like way more exciting than watching him pitch. Um his the power that he generates is just crazy um and i was reading up on him uh, before the podcast and here's an interesting tidbit for you our boy reese hoskins has yet to hit a major league batted ball as hard 
as Otani's last home run. Wow. That came off of Luis Severino. So, I mean, like, I think maybe our Philly bias clouds our judgment of Hoskins, but, I mean, Hoskins seems totally elite, and he seems incredibly powerful. And to think Otani has that type of bat speed and uh, able to generate that much power is uh, really impressive. I want him to play more DH. I want to see Otani bat more. Maybe I'm just, like, pro-dinger. I'm, like, a very pro-dinger kind of guy. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> pro-dinger, pro-tud. I would like uh, Otani to, um, you know, pick a, pick a swimming lane, get in Sean's everyday lineup, and uh, get those highlights up, up and running. Yeah, I think he just, his, I think the Angels are happy with what he's doing, probably. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, he's only on pace for 270-ish at-bats. And <clears throat> I think he's just not worth as much as his real-life value in our league. Right. In our, uh, yeah. With our league setup, which sucks because he, he is awesome. I honestly wonder, like, when will he provide value? Like, it, say next year he's also doing this, like, hitting and pitching can you realistic, you know, even if he is like highly skilled in one of those areas, can you realistically play him every week? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it so far, which sucks. Like, yeah. I mean, right now he has, I mean, obviously zero points on the week. Um, I, you know, like it's, it just seems like such a gamble to be, uh, to slot in him in right now. Yeah. Yeah. What's the deal with his innings? Is he is he once every six times? Are they running a six man rotation? I'm, I'm just I'm surprised sure that he's that. just not getting uh, <clears throat> more innings. I guess because he's on pace for one ten, one thirteen there. So it just seems like they're keeping him fresh. I do know he just had um, a little bit of an ankle injury that pushed him back at least a day, mm. but it, it just does seem like he. It doesn't seem like he's on a regular five-man rotation at all. I agree. Gotcha. Um, Matt, did you have a team for us? I know you talked about a few guys. I actually did not pick one. Um, So this might come to a surprise, might come to no surprise, but the team I'm picking is the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think they are going to be a very sneaky team. Hmm. Um, I mean, they're already leading the, the NL West, and they're one of the best teams in baseball. But if you look at their pitching staff, um, I know Corbin's kind of an outlier since he, no one's really expecting much from him. But Corbin, Granke, Godley, Ray, I mean, that top four is arguably the best in baseball, in my opinion. Um, but the other interesting thing is they're, they're genera- generating a ton of offense, um, and they only really have two players that have an average above a uh, 265 um, and that would be uh, A.J. Pollock and Peralta. Um, you know, obviously Pollock is off to a really hot start with 10 home runs so far, and his on-base percentage is 356. They do have four players that have a on-base percentage above 330, but for the most part, their bats haven't really started yet. Um, I think Goldschmidt, Peralta, Pollock, Kettle Marte, like these guys will definitely start to hit more. Um, so I think they're probably only going to get better, especially when the, the hot weather heats up uh, the desert down there. Gotcha. Seems like a reasonable pick. 
Oh, and did I also forget to mention Jake Lamb? So they have Jake Lamb uh, coming back soon too. Jake Lamb, you mean a uh, top five to fifteen third baseman? Yes. <laughs> and that, that's not incorrect, right? Maybe. Oh, I feel like maybe he's he, like five to twenty-five now. <laughs> five, yeah, five, five to fifty. Five, five plus. I mean, Brantley was a top five to thirty, so. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, <clears throat> oh man, D-backs, man, they look really good. Are they still the top in the uh, in the NL? Are they the yeah. best? And I originally had the Dodgers winning the NL West, but um, with Corey Seager going down, their chances go down a lot as well. I think with with him in the lineup, though, they have a winning percentage, and without him, they have a 400 winning percentage. So I think over the course of a year, they're going to start to dwindle a little bit. I don't know, man. I don't feel like looking at uh, the Dodgers lineup on a day-to-day basis, that does not look scary at all. I don't know what – I mean, Bellinger obviously will, will heat up. But outside of Bellinger and like the loss of Turner, I think really hurts a lot of their ability to, you know, get on base and like hit for contacts. Um, yeah, I mean they still have Justin Turner, but I feel like with two kind of duds with Peterson and Puig, um, you know, they yeah. can be there. It's kind of wild. Um, the Red Sox are twenty-one and eight, and they they're four and six in their last ten. It's crazy. Like, like they're sub five hundred and still have tied for the best record in baseball. Uh, yeah, I, mean, nah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I nah, just want to watch. I want to watch more Red Sox Yankees games because I feel like um, those lineups are just so much fun to watch. And like, how can you imagine being a pitcher on like the Tampa Bay Rays? And it's like you have like a six day. Uh, schedule and it's like a Yankees Red Sox week. <laughs> just like, and then yeah, you know, just, once Chris Archer, let me know. <laughs> Complete. Still just dominate them because your name is Blake Snell. Oh, what a segue! What a segue! I love it. Do you want to talk any more about Blake Snell? Or no, you no, good? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually no. think it would be really awesome to be an MLB pitcher. Is that just a given? I guess, but I don't know. That's it. I would like to be a relief pitcher and grow a really terribly disgusting uh, facial hair. Like mm-hmm. Josh Hader? I'm pretty sure he's like kind of weird looking. Oh, Hader's really goofy looking. The yeah, Phillies, there you go. The Phillies went through a stretch when they were good where they had like like Scott Ayer. Like, remember those guys? Like, oh, every, yeah. Seemingly every dude that came out of the bullpen was like pushing like 280 oh, and had like yeah. a beard that was like six inches or longer. <laughs> Brad Lidge. Brad Lidge had some oh, yeah. natural hair. I feel like in the last, like uh, Brian Wilson of the Giants. Remember uh, how the Giants were so good and he was so annoying, but like, yeah. Like him and Eric Gagne when he was on the Dodgers. Uh, Remember that one year where Gagne? Gross. He had that like awful goatee. Oh, so bad. I could still see it. <laughs> we, um, I think one thing we need to talk about is first baseman this year and who's leading the pack and who we think is going to crack into the top first baseman category because I think there's a mainstay in Freddie Freeman there but if you look at the next five it's super interesting Mm, interesting sure can you rattle them off yeah Yeah, so um, obviously the young um, 
bowl, Freddie Freeman is leading mm-hmm. the pack with 118 points. Um, nice slugging at 561 and a 318 batting average. The next best is actually Reese Hoskins at 100 points. Um, besides Hoskins, there's another Tomato Tovato player in Joey Gallo, and then Ooh. a free agent, Matt Davidson, Hanley Ramirez, and <laughs> free then Big Agent. Free <laughs> Yeah, I would probably trade a Devers for him. Oh, stop it. So so that really means that outside the top uh, – sorry, the, the seventh best first baseman is Paul Goldschmidt so far. And I kind of just alluded to that earlier. Um, and then number eight is Bellinger, and nine is Votto. Does that, that surprise anyone right now? <clears throat> yes. It's sort of <laughs> – yes, in a short answer, yes. Um, so – yeah, I, what I think is crazy with Miggy, he's actually batting three twenty six and slugging five twenty eight, but he's only number seven right now. Um, sorry, number six. So really surprising me. He's only had eighty nine at bats, which is fewer than almost all of these guys uh, besides Matt Davidson. Yeah, I was just going to point out he was injured for a little bit, so I could see him rocketing up. He seems yeah. to almost have returned to form, which is so frustrating because he's on yeah. Alex's team. So, Kev, I got to ask you, are you buying Joey Gallo as a mainstay in the top five, currently sitting at number three right now for first baseman? Ooh. Uh, I was targeting him in the draft. I think he's a super athletic player with surprisingly decent plate discipline. I feel like I use that too much. Are you sure about that? He strikes out a shit ton, but he also <laughs> walks a good amount. Yeah. Um, do you know what he's on pace for for strikeouts this season? No, I do not. More than last year, and he had 196 last year. How about walks? He's on pace for 203 strikeouts and just 67 walks. Oh, mm. Tell me about those sweet dongs. What yeah, he's, he's got dongs? nine yeah, nine home runs. He's, so. he's on pace for 47 home runs. So, you know, I think he's one of those Adam Dunn mashers. He's only 24 years old, so maybe he'll improve his plate discipline, as Kevin thought he already had good plate discipline, but he does not. You know what's kind of interesting about this is that this may be the worst crop of power first basemen that have existed in a season for maybe decades. Like when you talk about true first baseman, like how, how often does Hoskins play first base? I don't think ever. This does Gallo play first base? He's a third baseman, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hanley, I don't think, plays much first base anymore. He's, he mainly DHs now. Miggy DHs. So we're down to, I mean, obviously Goldschmidt's a stud. No one's writing him off, but like, you know, how, how, like, Brandon Belt is Brandon Belt like the fifth best true first baseman in the league? Joe Mark. Oh, oh yeah. little, little L coffee. <laughs> little coffee. Little coffee. Not, like, I, I, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like yeah. we went through this stretch where the best batters in baseball were first basemen. Yeah. I mean, I mean, another guy that's really far down there is, like, Carlos Santana. He's oh, yeah. usually been pretty steady. What the fuck is he doing? Ryan he Braun. is really far down. He's batting 158 on the season, actually, and slugging just 280. Um, Hosmer as well. I mean, old oh, school. So gross. I think for a long time, first base was always carried by, like, Pujols and Mickey. Like, Pujols and Mickey were, like, always – super elite players and it always made first base feel like super deep but also Goldschmidt, Votto 
Yeah. Those top four, at least. Those top four, yeah. And pa- then past two years, there's been Freddie up there. So, so looking ahead, who do you see as a top five first baseman in two years? Ooh, two years. Wow. Um, do you think do you think Vado's still well, there? I, I guess to sort of answer your question, but also extend, like, do you think there's some sort of trend, maybe like some analytical trend where teams are saying, let's take these guys that still have some some fuel in the tank and just put them, like, I feel like we have so many guys who are, like, towards the end of their career or maybe a little less athletic, and they're just sticking them at first. And I don't know if that's just, like, anecdotal, my brain, my dumb dumb brain being like, hey, there's a lot of these guys, or if that's just always the way that it's been. Because, like, Braun, like Braun plays first base. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's definitely one of the least um, athletic <laughs> needing position yeah. on the diamond, I think. You know, and like think about um, a lot of like historical good first basemen were always like these big beer belly, just like home run hitters, you know? Yeah, well, bring those guys back. I mean, I, I think really that, like that. I think we're in a, a little old school renaissance of that right now. Looking at all these players, I mean, especially in the fly ball era, like all these guys hit home runs and they strike out a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. except for Fado, but like you know, like I'm sure if you did a quick check, a lot of these guys would be pretty high up in the strikeouts and the home run totals. Yeah, and Matt, not to hijack your question, but. I mean, like, are the Phillies? Did the Phillies fuck up, like, not keeping Reitz at his true position and and giving that full playing time to Altair and Nick Williams? I mean, like, I was watching a Phillies game rare the other day, and even like John Crock and those guys couldn't say one nice thing about Nick Nick Williams. They were like, <laughs> "This dude swings so bottom to top that like he is going to strike out every single time he's at the plate." Yeah, like that's what they said. Like, yeah. <clears throat> it's Nick Williams. I I don't see being a mainstay. Yeah. So maybe they didn't fuck up because it's not like they would need him getting more at bats anyway. But to answer your question, I would say Rizzo is definitely a guy oh, who's yeah. gonna who's Please. gonna be around. I Please. mean, I don't know what's going on, but he's just oh, well, you know, he had a little bad back. Yeah, he, he was yeah. on the DL for a while. And he's a notoriously slow starter. Yeah, and it's also cold as fuck in yes. Chicago. Like, I would not want to play in Chicago. Like, it literally, like, that was Charlie Manuel's, like, he would formulate three sentences a year, and two of them would be like, oh, it's hitting weather, because it would get, <laughs> go, like, above 80 degrees. And he'd be like, we're going to hit some hitting weather runs. And he'd be like, all right, thanks, Chuck. So, I mean, small little tidbit. <clears throat> yeah, and if you're including Hoskins as the first baseman, what do Freeman... Hoskins, Goldschmidt, Bellinger, and Votto, and Rizzo all have in common. Mm. They're all in the NL. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Hoskins, Very interesting. Goldschmidt. They also all have only four home runs. <laughs> <laughs> Except Rizzo. Yes. Rizzo has two. I think Rizzo has. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Does Freeman? Freeman only has four home runs. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Wow, I feel like he has, I don't know, 14. It seems that way. He actually I mean, he has, he just he has hits a, a shit ton of doubles. He has 12 he has doubles. 118 points with four home runs. That's kind of crazy. Well, he also has a ton of RBIs already. He already has 21. I think that leads all first basemen at this point. That's wild. 
wait, till, wait till the hitting weather comes around. Uh-huh. Top five it, first baseman in two years. I'm going to go, let's go with. This is in no order. In no, in no order. order. I'm going to say in no order, give me, what's his name? Joshua Bell of the Pittsburghian Pirates. Wow. I'm going to say Matthew Olson of the Oakland Athletics. What? <laughs> I'm going to say Frederick Freeman of the Atlanta Braves. Okay, okay. I'm going to say Codifer Bellinger of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And last but not least, I can't say Hoskins because I don't feel he's going to be the future first baseman there. Unless he, unless they like eject on Carlos Santana in the next couple of years. I think Hoskins... What does that mean? Eject sh- eject on him? Yeah, just like uh, swipe right. Swipe right on, Car- on Slam Tana. Uh, Maybe it was just a bad deal. Just like sort of phase him out. All right, so I need one more. Mm-hmm. And let's... I'm going to say Joey Votto until Joey Votto Ooh, actually dies. Okay. I think so, he's... Until he dies. So hold up. So you put in Josh Bell in two years. Josh Bell was batting 243. <laughs> You know, over it. Paul Goldschmidt and Anthony Rizzo. Listen, you ask for content on this podcast. I'm trying to deliver it. <laughs> that is a hot take. <laughs> I just thought, I want to know like what the deal. Like I'm down with the hot takes. Like I live and breathe for them. But like Hashtag I just want to know like what the deal is with Josh Bell. Like, um, like why? Like I don't get it. What do I like about Josh Bell? Well, yeah, what do you like about him? I think he he's uh, a big boy. Well, yeah, I think right now he's a primarily a contact hitter. He's not known for... Mm, yeah, 255 <laughs> average last year. Okay, I didn't hear, anyone, 273 I didn't hear anyone else uh, offering up there for top five. Uh, I'm, about to, I'm about to drop Bell's ass, so you can scoop him up. <laughs> yeah, hold on to him. Now, now you know who I've been uh, cyclopsing on your team. But in two years, I'll, I'll look to pick him up off the waivers. Right. Friend, based on the way this conversation is going, friend's going to be like, oh, I like Josh Bell because he has a home runoff of Lance McCullers and Max Scherzer. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys who are definitely not going to hold up their end of the bargain this year. I'm, I'm looking at ceilings that are higher right now. And I think Olsen and Bell's ceilings are a lot higher because they're younger boys than someone like uh, Goldschmidt. You picked Votto. <laughs> I know, but Votto is Votto. I do like the Matt Olsen pick. Yeah, I totally have heard of him before, so I like it too. <laughs> in in fifty nine games last year, when he got called up, he only hit twenty four home runs. Only hit twenty four home runs. So. Oh man! You know who's better than Matt Olson? Matt Chapman. <laughs> I hope so. I love him. Can't disagree with that. Do love Matt Chapman. Was it a coincidence that I just mentioned that you should keep him on last podcast and then you traded him one day later? I literally listened to the podcast after the trade. I was so bummed about it. Oh, right, <laughs> right, right, right. That's pretty standard. Like, yeah, very standard for me. All right. <clears throat> uh, we're running up against 40 minutes here. Um, your boy's got to eat, if you will. Uh, any, any last minute shout outs or things that you want to call out and discuss? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Get that food or get? Oh, 
Come on. Oh, take it easy, man. This, uh, I can say my, that. Uh, I, I haven't had a hot take today, so my completely unrelated hot take is that I think Donovan Mitchell is the NBA Rookie of the Year. What? Oh, my God. A little unrelated, but just had to drop that one out there. Oh, we're doing hot takes before we leave? Okay. Friend, you're up. Uh, I believe my Josh Bell is a top yeah, five first baseman that already qualifies as my hot take. Hot take. <laughs> I can't believe this Fran haircut. I mean, oh, you like it? It's very aerodynamic. I, I, what does I, Kristen think of it? I don't like, know. Is this a normal for you, or is this like the first time? No. Well, I went uh, really short because uh, probably won't be getting out <laughs> to get <laughs> haircut soon. It's awesome. Oh wow! For those is of you at home, take? Fran's got a what is that? A one up the sides? Oh, it is you, a one up the, the sides. What do you got mm-hmm. in the back? A one. Yeah, I go one. Oh, okay, okay. All the way up. Wasn't sure if you had the you were rocking the rat tail, Natural and then he's favorite. got the chiller boy flow on top, so he left it long. It looks I call, sick. I call it the Antoine Griezmann. Yeah, I call it yeah, the Bayern München. Ooh. Okay. Hey, you here? You want to hear my hot take? Yes. Oh God, here we go. My hot take, Manny Machado is going to win oh, the God. NL MVP. Yikes. Ooh, NL MVP? That's well, great. Let's see. He's uh, third on my team in that regard. So. <laughs> so when do you have to be traded to a National League team to qualify for the MVP? Pre-All-Star break? Traded, uh, before the trade deadline? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, Look at his his numbers are probably the most impressive at the top. Yeah, he's sick. Three sixty six average. That's gross. Puts the puts the Orioles in a huge pickle, I think. Yeah, I think they got to ship him because they they're clearly not doing. Are they in the bottom of the AL East? No, I guess the Rays probably are. Right, they're probably <clears throat> yeah. not that far behind. All right, <clears throat> Machado's sick. Uh, on the f- flip side of things, my hot take, first I want to call out my previous hot take, which is that uh, I predicted Hendricks would finish above you, Darvish. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and my current hot take is that D.D. Gregorius will regress to mediocrity. Ooh. Even though hmm. earlier in the podcast I said he would keep it up. So I'm is it a hot take if it's a fact? I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I have one quick question. I, I won't hold this up, but... Scherzer's leading and I'll Cy Young, no doubt. Is Aaron Nola in second? Let's take a quick look here. I mean, I, I like if you go down the pitcher list, like the, the AL, I think maybe has seven guys you would pick before whoever's number two in the NL. Uh, as of now, and again, I do not think it's going to continue, but as of now, I would pick Corbin as number two. Yeah, what, wait, a trade has yeah. just been made official. Oh, this, shit. Is, this is breaking news. Whoa, breaking news. The new news. old boys and Joey Bat. What the? <laughs> God damn. So that is Joey Bags giving up Josh Donaldson to the old boys. Oh, my In God. return for you, Darvish. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Come to me, Josh. I like it a lot for Fran. Come to me, Josh. I mean, Come I like it. Darvish. That's pretty spicy. Friend, that's, you're really positioning yourself to make a championship run. Oh, yeah. Really? 
two second two second round talents in search I, of a new home. I really think that might be the move that puts you over the top. Oh yeah. Now I can trade you back Devers. Yeah, please. What's your take on Darvish, friend? You don't think he's going to bounce back, or I think he's great. I think his K's are still up. I think he. Uh... No, I know. I know what you told Jake, but I'm talking no, about like I'm serious. I think he's a really done. good pitcher. Okay. Um, you have to remember, uh, I have a very damaged brain, and I just simply propose trades without really thinking about them. Mm-hmm. So was that Not... proposed to Jake, or Jake proposed that to you, and you just accepted? He well. What do you think? What yeah. what what? I mean, always I know happens? the answer. I what just want you to happens, say it. Too. What always happens? Uh, Jake wanted a lot for you, Darvish, including a second round pick, and I didn't really feel like doing that. So, I countered with a one to one, and I guess here we are now. So, if you have any starting pitchers, uh, I would be happy to trade you for them, please. Anyone? Donaldson also on the move. I see him being traded as well. Hmm. Oh, <clears throat> that's spicy. Really? That oh, you, spicy. you mean from the Jays? From the Jays. Oh, gotcha. Ooh. They're making room for Vlad Jr.? I think he'll be a Cardinal. Whoa. I think, I th- the Jays are actually going to potentially be in contention. I think I read that they are fourth in runs scored in whatever league they're in, AL. So, Maybe. But uh, they're looking pretty decent right now. Teoscar Hernandez, friends, young young babe. Oh, I love him. I love giving me some Teoscar. Mm, I love him. All right. Well, uh, that about wraps it up on the Chillcast. Yes, it does. Thanks to our two guests for being on with us. Any final well, words, friend? Uh, I can't believe we uh, broke news on this podcast with a with a. A, I would say a very even uh, trade that didn't uh, cause the uh, league to self-destruct. So uh, cheers to everyone involved. Great. All right, Jage, how about you? Um, I just want to pour one out for uh, Joe Bautista. Oh, I, I feel that? like mm. I feel like we were just so so not that far removed from sixty homers a year, and now all of a sudden, just he's gone. And that's sad. <laughs> the Braves signed him as a third baseman. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's gonna go very. Like, I think he's a, he's going down that Ryan Howard, like head to Atlanta, hit up a few strip yeah. clubs for a few mm-hmm. weeks, mm-hmm. and then bounce. Yeah, that you're making it sound sad, but that sounds pretty sick. Yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> fuck, fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. All right. I just miss the bat flips, man. Those playoff games, yeah. Toronto rocking like a hockey stadium. Yeah. Joey throwing that bat 80 feet in the air. <laughs> man, I, I miss it. That was pretty sweet. Matt, you got anything for us? Yep. Uh, be on the lookout for my blog coming Ooh. out pretty soon. Wow. What, is, it. what does it focus on? Baseball? Uh, it's a bunch of things. You'll soon find out. Ooh. Remember to vote. And yes, please get out and vote. Hopefully we'll get that chill cast bump. Instant yeah. 100,000 downloads on the first day of release. Whoa. Keep an eye out. May 15th, Matt's book, How to Be Chill. <laughs> Speaking of chill, this is Kev wrapping up the chill cast, episode 2.5. Talk to you next time. 
See ya. So long.